Hi, this is Naomi Ortiz. You're listening to the Kansas City Social Hour. It's the Kansas City Social Hour. And we are live. That's live for me anyways. I'm your humble host, Ruben Ortiz in the house. And uh, this is a great episode, man. I'm glad you're here. Uh. That's right. You know where I live. Welcome to my house. In this episode, is a very special episode because we went live, baby. The KC Social Hour went live. Live from Tapcade. That's right. <laughs> what a great time, man. What an awesome. You know what? I just got to say thank you to all the folks that made it possible, including my man Corey Hockler for all that he does and for showing up. And, you know, we had a great time. It was awesome, man. And uh, I loved it. This episode is the live podcast that we did with Matt Moore, owner, co-owner of Martin City Brewing Company. And uh, I really appreciate Matt for coming out and sharing his knowledge with us and just having a good time, having some beers, chilling with some people, good friends, good beer. And uh, it was just a great time. And, you know, next week uh, we're going to be on the bus to Tallgrass Brewing in Manhattan, Kansas gonna be awesome gonna be off the charts us and grant wayner and of course you know we'll be podcasting so look forward to having more events more cool shit in the near future and so just keep it locked in here man and we're gonna keep doing our thing keep doing our videos keep doing our blog posts keep doing these podcasts and uh you know without any further actions on my part i'm just gonna go ahead and get into the podcast basically uh, we started off the podcast, uh, like pr- pretty quick, you know, and, and so I really appreciate seeing all the people that were there and meeting all the cool people and the folks and hanging out and Hey man, I didn't even know some of the people, uh, that were listening, you know, that, that showed up and it was cool to go ahead and meet those folks. And we're going to keep doing this thing, man. We're going to keep doing our thing. You know what I mean? And, uh, it just don't stop. And, um, I, I can't wait for the bus to tall grass plenty of cool stuff in the works so you know keep it locked in and and we'll keep you know doing the best we can for you guys keeping you guys informed on the beer news trying to do some entertainment trying to bring the funny all these keeping all these planets in orbit man but uh if there's anything that you know you would like us to do man by all means holler at me you know what i mean and i'll i'll do my best to make these things happen but like i said uh right now I'm just going to go ahead and drop as it happened live. I want to make one little stipulation that while at the end of the podcast, I took some Q&A from the audience and um, those people weren't mic'd up. And it's something that I had thought of beforehand, but during the live podcast, I totally forgot. So I apologize for that. You can kind of deduce what he was talking about in his answers, and you might even be able to pick up a little bit on the question. But for the most part... You're not going to be able to hear the Q&A at the end. You'll just be able to hear Matt's uh, brilliant answers. (laughs) So um, I will post the questions that I asked him 
if that's helpful. And uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. Here's the podcast. We'll catch you on the flip Got to hit record because we're going to be posting this online. If you guys haven't listened to a podcast before, uh, this gets posted to iTunes under the KC Social. We're really happy to have our guest, uh, Matt Moore from uh, Martin City Brewing, and he's going to talk a little bit about uh, how he started the brewery and different things in the craft scene. Gosh, uh, it's been a crazy day. When we got started, uh, I was going to do this whole awesome intro. And uh, you you skip the intro because the intro is and we are live. Come and on, we every time we do the podcast, we always say and we are live. Well, that's live for us, anyways, because it's not really getting broadcast live. But now it's live to all these people. But now, so. yeah, it actually is kind of live right now, so we're good. And and <laughs> I was scared because my biggest fear was that the only faces I was going to see in the crowd was people I know, and when people I didn't know. By their face walked in. It was a sigh of relief. So thank you, whomever I don't know, by your face for and coming a tre- out. Tremendous success from Corey's standpoint. Yes. And mine. So I had this whole skit that I was going to do, and then Corey was mortified by it. It involved uh, Hooters and a bar called uh, Beaver Tap that just opened up across the street from Oak Park Mall. So you're welcome, everybody. <laughs> Corey's like, no, bro, you can't do that. I'm like, it's, these are names of actual bars. Yeah. So he used the term comedy gold, and when anyone uses the term comedy gold, it's not comedy gold. It was totally money, man. That shit was great. And it was but bad. we got here, and the, they had forgot that they were going to. Sh- they were showing a movie in here. So in the time that we were supposed to be, there was two people waiting to watch that movie about the financial crisis. The Big Short. The Big Short. There's literally two people in here. We had all this stuff that we needed to set up, all our audio, all this wire. It looks like a damn mess right here, what we got going on. It's usually a lot more professional. I'll just let yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> but we got, we got the beautiful black splash going. So there, you know. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's got the Look, picture. Enjoy. Corey's nice hairy chest. <laughs> oh, it's a, that's too easy. That's <laughs> too easy. Is so I had this whole badass skit for you guys. You guys are going to miss it. And, and Corey's happy because I didn't get yeah. to practice it because we ran in here late, but. Whatever. But we were able to, like I told Reuben, relax. We do this by the seat of our pants every week. So one more time by the seat of our pants, it's going to work. So so no awesome intro live aspects for you guys. Sorry. The music, we did the lasers. But for you guys wondering if there's going to be some kind of a cool thing that happens now. No, this is the podcast. We're already actually... <laughs> In the podcast, we record like this for an hour. We drink beers. We talk to each other. Corey talks shit. I, I most yeah. of the time disagree with him. Yeah. He most of the time disagrees with me, and that's pretty much Because you're, ro- you're wrong. That's why I disagree with you. If you, if you were right, I would agree. I was right on, on this skit today, though. But, man, we made it. it we were rushing around. I want to thank uh, some people that are, that are here today. My man Keith from Boulevard, and he also works at Tipsy's, man. He, if you ever – if you. I'm a, I have cards if you want to check out the, the podcast. It's on iTunes, and it's about to go on Google Play. Google's about to get on, on the podcast uh, bandwagon. So, yeah, network, so to speak. So we're going to be on there for the Android user. But, man, one of the funniest episodes we did was, was with Keith. Um, we're talking about a uh, – there was a, a – and it was just impromptu, but – we're coming up with different subjects, and it came up that we're talking about the stag semen stout that somebody had brewed. And it was like a real brew. Somebody made a beer out of stag semen. 
Yeah, that's yeah, and, awesome. and they didn't believe me. And then we look it up and we'd start talking. It ends up being a pretty hilarious episode. Super funny, man. Glad to have you here, bro. And then Josh, Josh Thomas, the beer ninja, one of the original. Um, you know, the craft beer scene has just had this explosion uh, in in the last uh, ten years, and this guy has been uh, starting a, one of the first face group book groups of people that are really geek out on beers and post pictures of their beers and talk about how the different flavors and stuff like that. And so Josh is on the podcast quite a bit. And uh, so I'm, I'm glad to have you here and, too. And bro. the awesome thing, we went to uh, Lupulin Forehands in St. Louis with Josh. And the entire time he was looking stuff up on his phone, taking notes as to what beer was where, finding bottle shops. We, we went to St. Louis, drove cl- across to Illinois. He found the perfect uh liquor store and we were able to pick up some awesome beer so um josh is the man when it comes to beers and that's why we christened him the beer ninja yeah so josh thomas the beer ninja yeah and then uh we have grant wayner here from from tall grass brewing and he just brought us the grizz and this is about to hit stores uh when is this hitting stores next Next week. week you could get this uh imperial ipa is that what it is imperial imperial IPA. ipa And so if you like real hoppy, bitter beers, this is a beast. The beast is the Grizz. So check that out. As always, uh, Tallgrass has some excellent artwork on their cans. and um, Yeah. It's their Explorer You're talking to your mic, man. Anytime you you chime in. 12 ounce. It's 12 ounce. (laughs) Yeah, so that's kick. You can't handle 16 ounce of Grizz? (laughs) (laughs) What is the ABV on it, bro? So, so there you go, nine, nine and a half percent ABV. So is that, it cold? No, it's not. If it was cold, it'd be open. It's pretty cold. <laughs> cold enough. <laughs> so uh, yeah, ch- definitely check that out. And and Grant's a, a, a regular on the podcast too. We enjoy having him on there. He's super knowledgeable about the the beer market and what's going on in beer and stuff like that. We also talk about other subjects, but today it's all all beer related. Uh, sometimes Corey gets real political and shit. And, yeah. But uh, but most of the time we're talking about beer because we're having beers. Yeah. Which I think I need and we to talk, about sports. Sports, talk about sports. Sports. Sometimes sports too. Yeah. We've been having a lot of cool shit to talk about in sports because Andy the Royals. Clock management. Yeah, we got in a heated argument over the clock management. Corey was uh, bashing Andy Reid and. Uh, you know, it's it's an easy take to have, and I was on the side of defending Reid. So, fuck you, Corey. <laughs> I won that argument. No, I didn't. Yeah, I don't think hey, we had did. to cut off the podcast. So. Yeah, because we ran out of time. We ran out of time. We turned into a pumpkin. And an hour in, we'll definitely go ahead. Who else did you want to thank? Well, for we got we got to thank we got to thank um, Tabcade for hosting this. That's right. Even though they ran a movie right while I was trying to hook yeah, up they, shit, they did. But they they are providing this awesome space for us. They're giving us a platform. Inside. It's good. No, it's good. No, it's Come not. on, man. It's a great place, right? Had, are you, all of you been here before? It's a really cool spot, man. Uh, uh, all the video games, uh, the beer list is tremendous. And the food and, is good. No, the, yeah. The New Mexico burrito and thumbs up. And the hatch chili was on point. Ruben is from New Mexico, for those of you that don't know. And, and he had one also, and, and he gave it the thumbs up. So for if sure. it's good enough for Ruben, it's good enough for me when it comes to New Mexico. So, uh, yeah, so thanks to, to Tapcade for sure, man. And also thanks to Martin City Brewing Company. And we're going to be getting pretty in-depth with 
With you, I got, I got a list of questions well, right Ruben's here. Ruben's got questions. I've got questions. Surface Hopefully level. you have the answers. So, yeah. so uh, why don't you uh, just start by just introducing yourself and talking a little bit about Martin City. And Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, thanks for coming tonight. Uh, I'm Matt Moore, one of the co-owners of Martin City Brewing Company and uh, super uncomfortable on the stage for 20 people, but, uh, you know... <laughs> If anybody wants to know anything, I'm an open book. Um, you know, happy to be here. Happy to help you guys out. Um, Who wants yeah, to happy, come up? Happy to see the Tapcade situation. This is pretty unbelievable. So Yeah. It, and it uh, was awesome that Martin City was able to get uh, their taps out here and get some real good beers. Yeah. And, you know, in the last 10 years, a place like, a place like Tapcade wouldn't have existed even just a few years ago. Uh, a brewery like uh, Martin City, what, it's so cool to see Kansas City coming into its own, and it's its own unique style. Uh, and I, we just love being a part of it, even doing a podcast like this. Being allowed to do a podcast like this in a place, a bar that has a theater with video, it's cool shit. And then and such great beers, like I'm about to get into this barrel-aged uh, stout right here. I just had the Big coffee boy. stout. All this stuff the is coffee brewed here locally. Phenomenal. Yeah, fantastic. And so it's just cool to see uh, Kansas City coming into its own like that, and you you try you tap into even the the World Series champions. You know, it's, it's incredible, and 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 the Chiefs finally getting over there. It's a great time for Kansas City right now, and a lot of cool shit. So, uh, just super thankful and excited to be a part of that. So, um, the first question I had was uh, for Matt: like, how how did you first get into the craft beer scene? Um, I, you know, I was drinking unfiltered wheat and, uh, you know, I mean, Boulevard was pretty much paving the way for any of us, all of us. Um, it, it probably didn't happen until tank seven started. Um, you know, you get a poor tank seven somewhere and it was like the new secret mistake, but you know, they're selling kegs and it was rare, but it was kind of not, but it was unbelievable. And, um, and it, it kind of, it started there and, uh, you know, just kind of spiraled a few years later. And so did you, did you start out home brewing? Uh, yeah, actually, um, chance, my business partner and I were big sailors out on Jacomo. He still is a big sailor out on Jacomo. i you don't have, I have two little kids. You have a four so, and a two-year-old, yeah, well, so I mean, uh, not, those days they, are long They don't gone. stay all that well. But um, uh, a good friend of ours was homebrewing and uh, just kind of got us involved in it. And this is, you know, this is probably seven, eight years ago now. And, uh, you know, next thing you know, every week or every other week, we're we're cooking cooking grains and such on uh, on on his, his stovetop at home and his wife's super upset every Tuesday <laughs> night when she's getting home and her house smells like dog food. Those are her words, not mine. Um, and and, and that, was, that was kind of how it, how it all began. That's awesome. My, I want to uh, thank my wife, too. for This is the first time she's ever listened to the podcast. My, so my, my wife, too. My wife, Mary. Uh, my, my she's wife, She's a huge too. fan of the podcast. She's my, just never listened yeah. to it. No, hold on. I want to thank my wife. Yeah. I wanna, I wanna thank <laughs> right on. Well, now everybody. Well, too, everybody, thank your wife quickly, Mary. Real quick, what is the 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 month difference between Isabella and uh, and Vivian? They're the closest, right? What is that? Thirteen. Thirteen okay. months. 
Because that's Corey. three guys, and we're 18, and we thought we were close together, but uh, Marion Rubin had to show off and top us. Corey's such an asshole. He asked me that at the bar while I'm drinking. Hey, Rubin, uh, what's the age difference between Vinny and Isabella? I'm like, dude, don't ask me that. That's a, that's a married question. It, in, fa- a- in fairness to Rubin, I initially said uh, uh, Naomi, who's his oldest, and then Isabella, and he corrected me and said, no, it's Isabella and Vivian. So I thought he, he gets corrected, a thumbs up. Yeah, I thought he go, corrected bro. you and said, who? <laughs> <laughs> bro, I don't have kids right now. No, <laughs> no and then, like Rubin said, you know, every Sunday I come 745, I tell my wife, okay, I'm getting ready to go, and she's rolls her eyes at me, and she thinks it's an excuse for me to go to Ruben's house and drink beer, which it is, but, but we look, actually... it's legitimized. Yeah. We have a legitimate business yeah. person here with us Yeah, and, and, and I got a four-pack, babe, so there you go. <laughs> and I also want to thank um, one of our first fans, or probably our first fan, a uh, uh, really good family friend, Bobby, so yes, shout out to right. Bobby. She does listen to the episode. Yes. And offers She laments that we're, we don't do video anymore, so that's, that's how far back she goes. Yeah, the good we, old days. Yeah, that was tough, man. We used to have to post it. Before we were on iTunes, we were posting every episode on YouTube. Hey, right, yeah, right on. Just come right in, man. <laughs> uh, the other question that I had, man. Wait, hold on. Oh, go ahead. I had, go ahead. Uh, so was there one beer that you brewed that, you, that a light went off and said, wait a second, this, we got something here? Uh, the yeah, Abbey. The, I would say... My father and people that drank our beer would have said our um, pecan porter. Oh, that's um, and our and our brewer pretty much will not brew it. So <laughs> it's <laughs> going it, to be like one of, those, or one of those folklores for uh, you know until it finally gets brewed. But um, yeah, it was it was it was awesome. I mean, for his why won't he brew it? Just a pain in the ass or what? He's a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there you go. That's, yeah. uh, sorry. It's a party that's now. Honest. That's an honest me, answer. Sorry. And you but did if know, you knew Nick, he's a pussy. And you just got a taste of why <laughs> I love podcasts. Not because because you can well, listen they, to they a ton cause. of interviews on the radio. And I'm sure you've have you been on TV for what we're talking about? Oh. And I you didn't call even, your Ted I Brewer a pussy, right? tell you the amount of times. <laughs> so there you go. You get the candid. You get, you get the sorry. truth. And unfiltered, unfiltered. Sometimes Corey's potty mouth. Yeah, it, it's yeah, come on. You got to. It can it be down, bad, bro. but my yeah, wife's no, here, no, but, so I'm gonna you know I'm gonna clean Nick, it up a little I, bit. I, I I didn't mean Nick uh, <laughs> Nick our brewmaster. He does amazing things. He's just kind of a purist. He doesn't want to add herbs and nuts. No, that, and we get he's, it. Andy's afraid. <laughs> That's awesome. Man. Yeah, yeah but, right on. Man. Anyway, and uh, so you know this goes right along with the next question I had is that. Uh, that uh, what are some of the exciting beer releases that you have out right now, both in bottles and in the tap room, and and some stuff to look forward to, kind of. So um, some so of the beer releases you guys got a ton of stuff out there. I saw a lot of the bottles that you guys have out there. Uh, we reviewed uh, the Fortune Royale. Yes, it's a blood red orange Gosa. Um, we have one of them that we're raffling off. What's the one that we're raffling? Um, come oh. undone. Come undone. So come you guys get a chance yep. to try it there. Plus, you have the beers on tap. Is there four or five of them on tap right now? Yeah, I think there's five of them. Five, five beers, Hard Martin way, City Brewing yeah. beers on tap. I've had them all today. <laughs> so pretty what, good. what's some of the stuff that, yeah. that's coming out? Yeah, some uh, of the exciting beers that you guys got. So uh, our big boy, Imper- our barrel-aged Imperial Stout's on tap tonight. Um, I'm very happy with this beer. It's, it's absolutely 
Very, very good. Um, it's been aged in bourbon barrels for, uh, I think, eight months. Um, you know, not too boozy, not too, not too sweet. Uh, it's, it's pretty mellow as far as 11.5% goes. Um, Mr. Vacation, our uh, brandy barrel aged barley wine. Um, it'll come out not next week, the week after February 8th for our anniversary week. Um, that's kind of been a flagship of sorts for us. Um, it's it's really, really good. Um, you'll be able to see it on, on tap around town. <coughs> we have uh, shortly thereafter Monk in Mexico. It's a tequila barrel quad that will be coming out. Um, it'll It's uh, a quad we brewed. It's been aged in tequila barrels for um, almost a year now. And then our um, our our wild or sour program is growing. Um, we have um, we're a year and a half into. Um, uh, I don't know if any of you know what a cool ship is, or all of you know what a cool ship is. Um, you're basically letting the wort um, uh, ferment. Overnight, uh, with the air, with the bacteria, microflora, microflora in the air. Well, um, and none of our, we're not there yet. Nick hasn't, um, we haven't released any of them yet, but we have five different versions of our, um, version of a cool ship, except rather than the microflora and yeast in our brewery fermenting the beer, we have, uh, four vats that we have dropped off at, um, Three different farms, um, family <laughs> farms or such, hot wow. wort being uh, dropped off overnight or for a couple nights um, and letting the bacteria and yeast in the air and microflora in the air um, start to ferment the, the wort, turn it into beer. Um, this is something Nick is pretty passionate about that he's. it's probably not going to be let go um, two, maybe three years in, but um, we, we've got some... We got a lot of pretty awesome stuff coming out um, in barrels in the next year or two. Dang, that sounds awesome. That man. sounds amazing. So, so the reason the the farm is because just the you're just trying to see what what flavors pop from just the natural Oops. bacteria just kind of taking hold from what's in the air. Well, the um, the first one was a I'd say farm is a right in between a blueberry and a raspberry patch. So we're trying to get and this is April May right when. Most of the microflora in the air is trying to, you know, when when everything's starting to, to bud, everything's starting to kind produce. Of just picking it up from from what's around. From yep. the, wow. Um, under a walnut tree in uh, in early fall, um, a that's, few different a, a few different things. But I mean, there's that's really you know, ambitious. You, that's that's wow. That's that's pretty cool. And it's taken a while. It'll <laughs> no, it's but that it's a labor of love. It doesn't sound like it's a, just a it's oh, a, we'll just put it under the wall. Bit more over here, bro. What you're getting too close? To I'm me. getting too close. No, <laughs> it's definitely uh, an overnight. It's not an overnight. He's a process. brewer. I should get close. <laughs> so, um, and also, if you guys have any uh, follow up questions, we're going to open it up at towards the end uh, of the hour. So, if you guys have any questions, uh, definitely Matt's open to take those and. Or if you have any questions for Corey too, by all means. You're not you're not gonna answer questions. No, no, I'm I refuse. You refuse. Um, so I was gonna ask you what are what are your uh, personal favorites? Uh, you can name uh, 
beers other than Martin City beers, but by all means, like, what are some of your favorite Martin City beers? And just uh, you already mentioned Tank Seven as being one, but what other uh, beers do you do you dig? Um, if uh, what other beers do I dig? Uh, Odell, well, you can I, name I, your stuff. Odell IPA is my standard for IPAs. Um, yeah, it's a good Bully one. Bully Porter from Boulevard, unbelievable beer. Yep, gets yep, for sure. absolutely not enough acclaim. Um, I drink the hell out of Zombie Monkey when it you know when it comes that season. Um, yeah, I, you know I enjoy Zombie Monkey. I, I, I enjoy most of the local beers. Um, my, <laughs> I I get handed a lot of beer. You guys probably get handed a lot of yes. beer. So, um, if Grant's around, well, we I, get handed a lot of beer. That's why I, I like seeing Grant. <laughs> Grant, Grant, Grant always is, comes comes bearing gifts. Yeah, I, I'm not picky. I mean, I mean, Boulevard has some insane beers we get to have on tap all the time at the original pub. That I, I mean, given the month, rotators, barrel aged stuff. Um, I mean, we're we're pretty lucky here. And and you know you. You guys really get at the at the you know the not the brewery but at the bar restaurant. You guys yep. get some amazing taps. Yeah, we just had a, a a pretty big blackout is what we called it on Tuesday. I had KBS, Milf, oh, yeah. um, some Founders Imperial um, verticals, and yeah, it was good. It's a, it's a, it's a so um, this isn't on the list, but how do you make the pizza so good at the brewery? <laughs> what, we, <laughs> I'm not even. I'm, I'm being serious. My, my standard like answer <laughs> is we had to go through a lot of shitty pizza to get to that pizza. Because that pizza is um, outstanding. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. I I can't take credit for much if any of it. Um, Rob, Andrew, Brad, our chefs, and our uh, you know guy we've had with us since the beginning. Um, they, you know, we kind of threw the gauntlet out there. We're going to be pizza. We got to be. Great pizza, and uh, they've they've knocked it out. Of the um, um, it's great and, pizza, and everyone out there, their pizza is you 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 go there and you're like, eh, it's pizza. Pizza's always good, and you're gonna eat the pizza. You're gonna go, this pizza's really good. You could literally just forget the beer. Not that what I would do, but you could forget the beer and just eat the pizza because it is humble. I just shocked at how good the pizza was there. And he just mentioned that. They just recently that tap takeover that you're talking about with yep. the CS Bev. Yep, man, talk about an awesome lineup of beers that they have right now over at Martin City Brewing. Uh, the the smoked rye porter and it, uh, smoked rye porter was uh, Santa Fe Brewing in New Mexico brewed a beer specifically for Kansas City. They brewed it with yeah with Corey, Josh, and uh, Jordan. That's right, and so it's this tremendous. It's a smoke. It's supposed to go really good with barbecue. So that beer was out for a little bit, then it came back. This is a barrel-aged version of that. So this is, take it one step further, they have the smoked rye porter, and then they aged it in a, is it a bourbon barrel? I think it's a bourbon barrel. So, yeah, I mean, you can't find that beer anywhere other than at Martin City. KBS, you know, world-acclaimed beer right there. Everybody loves that. Just have that shit on tap, you know. uh, uh, So some really uh, good beers. So if you hadn't had a chance to make it out to Martin City, I want to talk a little bit about that because you have – uh, the layout of the Martin City Brewing is a little bit different than a lot of places. Obviously, you have two buildings, yep. uh, two different things going on, but I'm sure 
in your mind, it makes sense. Why don't you explain it for those who hadn't been there, kind of the layout and, and why that is. Uh, the confusion is part of the mystique. <laughs> um, so Martin City, you drive um, an hour and a half south and then turn left. No, it's, uh, you know, we're about 20 minutes south of here uh, by the original Jack Stack Barbecue, uh, Jess and Jim's Steakhouse. The eighth best steakhouse in the world. Yeah. Um. Right next door to RC's restaurant. Uh, awesome breakfast at RC's, just FYI. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, it's been eat a Eat breakfast at RC's and then pop on over to the brewery <laughs> and eat pizza. You it, can hang out at Martin City all day long. It's been kind of a, a restaurant corner of the universe for quite a while. Um, so we we started the original pub is what we call it now, which was originally the Martin City Brewing Company under a false advertisement of brewing. We didn't have the the money, or yeah, we just we didn't have a brewery when we opened. So uh, the the restaurant, the original pub, as we call it, uh, has has gone well. We have eighteen craft beers on tap, um, most of the best we can get, whether it be Boulevard, Odell, Founders, Tallgrass, um, Torn Label, Martin City, whatever. Um, so anyway, that's on the east side of the street and then we kind of parlayed the profits from that and opened up the brewery on the west side of the street which is um adjacent to the tap room and the pizza place so i mean it's very similar um similar similar size locations very similar patios and uh the brewery is connected to the tap room but i mean on any given hopefully tonight any given friday or saturday night i mean both of them are pretty full and um, quaint in their own right and totally different, but exceptional food at both and um, exceptional beer at both. So, um, anyway, if you haven't checked us out, it's it's worth a drive for sure. And we're about halfway into the podcast, so some of you are worrying how long it, it blows by pretty quick. We're we're halfway done right now, so so you can't leave yet. I'm giving you a a warning. There's a time time warning there now. Um, so, uh, what are some of the, so now, you know, for entrepreneurs out there or people, uh, thinking about starting businesses, and I know, um, we have a lot of, uh, people in the craft the beer industry. It's, it's such a growing, um, competitive industry right now, man. You guys, so many new breweries coming up. They're popping up all the time. So many, uh, beers to choose from, but, uh, you know, I, one of the things I want to know is like some of the, what are some of the things that you've learned uh, that you consider to be excellent advice for someone starting their own business, not necessarily a brewing, but, you know, just in general, like uh, talk a little bit about your journey and some of the things that you learned that you think might be helpful for someone who's uh, trying to get their, their business up and running. Um, so we, um, we've had immense help through, um, through Jeff, through Steven, through, uh, through a lot of different people as we, as we opened, um, you know, we had a lot of questions they they answered a lot of things for us. They, you know, we toured a lot of the St. Louis breweries, which were about three years ahead of us. The, I would say, the smaller brewery scene, the, um, the Civil Life, the Urban Chestnut, the Perennial, the, um, you know, what have you, the Four Hands. They're pretty um, open to have you touring the. Oh yeah, the- yeah. All all those people were um, were great. Were I mean they were super helpful. Um, you know, I don't, 
I, you know, I, I, I don't know what to say. If, um, you know, if I hadn't, if we hadn't done this, it would always be um, kind of a what if. But what we did learn as we were going through, you know, every one of them was like, you'll need twice the time and three times the capital. You'll need twice <laughs> the time, three times the capital, and you and you hear that, and you're like, well, yeah, yeah you guys did, you know, you. You weren't smart. You didn't know stuff. I mean, we know stuff now. Like, we're, we're three years past you, and um, we needed twice the time and three times the capital and then some. Like, it was it was everything and then some. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't regret it. We don't – we're doing well. We're, you know, we're thankful. We're blessed. But um, it was – it was all of that and then some. It was. So would you do it all over again? Here, Carrie, you want to answer? <laughs> <laughs> Is that more a question for you? So it's a, it's a, it's it's a real stressful. Uh, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't say that. There's times, <laughs> there's times it's real stressful. It's not real stressful. Well, I mean, it's real fucking stressful. So tonight. <laughs> but no, it's. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's times of of real stress. Uh, that first year or two was was pretty stressful, and then when we built the brewery. It was really stressful, and so would you uh, do it all over again? <laughs> yep. Yes. <laughs> with with the hint of hesitation there, not not the absolutely, but no, the, I would. Yeah, I would, we'll I'd, do that shit again. I definitely would have done it again. I yeah, you know, I've learned a lot. We would have done a lot of things differently, but absolutely. What was uh, one of the biggest things you learned, uh, either about yourself or just about business in general, or or the business? <laughs> I, t- I tell this everywhere. Uh, so I was the general contractor on the job because in Kansas City, Missouri, I'm allowed to be the general contractor because I'm the owner. Uh, do not general contract your project <laughs> if you have no general contracting experience. Um, it was a, a monstrous lesson learned. It would have cost us probably still twice the time, three times the money, but it, it was, uh, I was playing general contractor as I was trying to figure out a brewery. It was it was a real bad scenario. Uh, it was a lot. So what's, what's what's the capacity for your brewing capacity now? Um, we're up to about uh, almost four thousand barrels a year capacity. Um, 2015, we brewed about fourteen hundred barrels of, of beer. So you there's quite a bit of room for growth, right? Can, canning line arrives um, late May. Oh, there's oh oh canning line oh boom Ooh. love cans. Uh, do you, do you like twelve cans? or sixteen? Twelves, <laughs> twelve, four uh, or six packs. Well, that's huh? a big beer. I <laughs> know uh, it'll be twelve ounce six packs. Um, nice. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna have uh, some stuff to learn. I'm sure. I'm not gonna go to, tooting my horn until uh, stuff's canned and and drinkable and awesome, but. Uh, yeah, canning line arrives uh, late May. Wild Goose canning line, uh, reputable, great, great guys we're working with, and um, hopefully that we're prepared for um, some big growth within within the area, and uh, hopefully we we max it out and continue to expand. So, what, when do you foresee the the cans hitting the market? June, early June, June mid June. Okay. Oh wow! Yep. So quick turnaround. Yep. You know, I would like to see um like people doing the crawlers those uh like where they you know the yep 
Those are awesome. You, have you guys considered doing that or not? Uh, or we just... have absolutely considered doing that. So badass, man, that you could uh, – a crowler <laughs> – you want to explain what that is? Um, it's a – For those who don't know. Basically a growler um, and a can. Uh, we, uh, we, we have thought – Long and hard about this. Dude, we, we, it, had. we had. We have let it go a few months ago. It's going to be big. But I mean, beer. it's a it's a thirty two ounce can, I believe. Yep. And um, the investment's negligible. I mean, it's probably four grand on the on the machine that cans it. Do you have that? And the Corey? cans. Yeah. Let's go, ba- babe. We're gonna. Um, <laughs> he's gonna. You don't buy know a crawler. B- buy a crawler a machine. machine. So, it, we'll, so we'll have to find beer to put in it, but we'll have the machine. So you guys, when you go to a, a, a brewer and you get a fill of fresh beer in your growler, uh, they they typically put it in a glass container or an insulated cylinder or something like that. What we're talking about is that you'd go and and they make you a huge uh, thirty two ounce can of of beer, and so they put the fresh beer in the can and they can it right there. You don't have to drink it within the typical two to three day grace period given a regular growler but once you open it you better you better suck that puppy down so picture going to a chief's tailgate with fresh beer in a 32 ounce growler from martin city man that's that's a good idea when you guys should do it so i could go get some because (laughs) uh, i will buy them so why because the the only place i've seen crawlers was up in des moines at el bait shop but how how come no one locally has done it It, is it is it just because just the regular grass Glass growlers are just easier. Um, no, that's absolutely not um, why. It takes a long ta- time, maybe. No, it, it doesn't even take longer for for us. It was a it was a space issue. Okay. To this minute, I can't I can't tell you a hundred percent certain why we opted out of it. But I mean, it was a it was a very long and hard conversation. It would be I would I would suggest it to any. Any local brewer, any startup, it's just your and growlers. To I mean, in their own right, they're going to last as long as the growlers. Yeah. Um. I mean that. Just the novelty the, the, of maybe the being open, the first. When when it opens, though, they're all toast. I mean, you got you got that night. Even if you let it go a night or two, you're not getting the same beer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's what the thing that that um. And, and usually, I'll buy a growler and. Uh, my wife doesn't help me drink them, so I have to. I'm like, I feel like the talk, the clock starts ticking right on it, man. Like, do you feel the pressure? I feel the pressure to drink the beer. Damn it, Mary, I don't want to, but what, what's it's the gonna age? spoil. Uh, Ruben, I think it lasts. No, no, babe, I have to. I have to. I just think it'd be cool to take it to a tailgate. I think the first person to do it, there's gonna be a novelty about it, and then they're gonna get like maybe that initial rush of like, uh, you know, what I mean. So whoever does that first would be kind of cool. What's the uh, ABV? The the alcohol content I'm asking him for the uh, the big boy uh, 11.2. Okay, cool. Because uh, I was in a bad mood. And I'm feeling pretty good now. Uh, I was in a bad mood <laughs> from being late. I was Everybody, so pissed. Uh, Ruben is getting drunk. Warning, dude. Whoop, I was pissed. Whoop. Should I tell him how pissed I was? What I was saying? No, no, no. I was mad uh, because. Uh, because we didn't have access to the room, man. Yeah, I was stressed. Ruben was freaking out. I, I, I sat at the bar. I hung out with Dan Simmons. We drank, and Ruben was sitting in his car stewing. <laughs> I was thankful that he doesn't have a gun. No, that's not But I'm not kidding because he was really in a bad mood. So in I told him, don't worry, relax. We'll make it all work. He's like, 
no, no, everything, sky is falling, sky is falling. I'm like, we got this. And, and once again, that, that's the beauty of what I do. I, I just sit here and talk. <laughs> he actually has to, like, get all this stuff together, get all these wires going, put all the things in, what's this called? The, the mixer. The mixer. <laughs> so that's, I'm like, no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. If, if, if nothing works, we could just stand up here and talk. No, don't need microphone, don't need anything, but we were able to get it all done, and like I told Ruben, it all works out, and, and, and it has so far. So Yeah, I'm kind of mad that it, it all worked out because he's right once again. It, it, <laughs> it, he's, he's, he's super positive. He's like, uh, 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 no, no, I and, and the more confident he is about how good shit's going to be, the more pissed off I get. <laughs> like, like, bro, bro. So I was super heated. Uh, Corey's can be a beast, too. I mean, don't, don't let him fool you. Sometimes. Look, you don't get hair like that on your chest being a little softy, man. So, no, no. But, yeah, he That's was too uh, easy, bro. Super That's <laughs> twice he went to the hair on the chest. Come on, man. So do better than that. So, yeah, the the very good beer. This beer is freaking awesome. And, yeah. again, it has it soothed the, the inner beast. I'm calm now. I feel good. good. And, and, and like he said... It's eleven and eleven point two, and you do not taste it. It's it's smooth, and like you said, the the fla- the the bourbon isn't a heavy bourbon. It's a, a sm- real smooth, real not too sweet, and it's it's really nice. So yeah, so if you guys hadn't tried the big boy stout, uh, again, it's super good. By all means, it's one of the only places right now that has it right that because it, it just came out right outside. So, yeah, Tuesday, right? Tuesday yep. is when you tapped yep. it. So, so they got it at Martin City and they got it here, and it should hit a few other places here soon. Yeah, right so on, man. Sh- shout out to, to to Matt and to Central States for 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 making that happen. We appreciate that. Um, so Ruben, you don't have a gun. No, I do. I not, just, not in I his car. No, I'm sorry. That's car. all I heard. I just, <laughs> hey, man. He tricked you. That was Man. Of course. What, are you hey, crazy? If, if you ever called in for questioning, just ask for the lawyer. Don't They'll, they'll trick you quick. Uh, Everyone's seen I saw Making of a Murderer, so. You, I, you, Did you, have you seen? You, hey, Corey brought it up. Have you seen Making of, of a Murderer? Uh, Who's seen Making of a Murderer? No, Nobody? I, I don't yeah. have oh. that time. Dassey, right here. Right here. Gosh, man. I, I, gave, I gave him a shot. What? We do a podcast. Yeah. Everybody's talking about this making of a murder. I hadn't seen I it. I can't talk to him about it because no? he has spoiler alerts. Yeah. No, no, you're going to spoil it for it. Like, bro, get on the program. I, I'm People, on the program. Yeah, we I'm all the way through. Shit. I'm all the way through. Well, let's talk about it right now then. No, no. Well, no, <laughs> no we, I didn't have enough now, hands. Now right. I don't even want to freaking talk about it. No. It's just I'm, I'm so assuming that, that you're very... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Subjective? No, not subjective. Um, help from the audience? <laughs> Someone that's easily tricked? Gullible. Uh, hey, gullible. hey, hey. Why'd Thank you, you Keith. I... It came up so quick. The gullible. Yeah, they, he knew. Keith knew the word. Damn it. He, he well, knew what, he knew what how, you are. How am I gullible? In what way? He, I, no, no, explain I, to me. You well, because have a gun, I, I know that you have guns, <laughs> and instead of letting everybody know that you have guns, plural, I've just said if, and then he asked you the question, and you bit right away. No, it's you all know. hypothetical. It's it wasn't all. His question wasn't <laughs> hypothetical. So you don't have No, no, I have guns at home. I just don't have them here. So. No, yeah. Well, you, oh, you live in Kansas, so I guess that I'm not gonna come bring you, you, you have to, a to have a gun if you live in Kansas. Absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy out there. I live in Kansas, and I don't have a gun. <laughs> Guns scare me. You uh, are a target. 
Who are you guys voting for? <laughs> Let's talk about stuff. Well, and and it's weird because he's an avid Trump supporter too. So yeah, it's so weird. That's that right. <laughs> Not really. Um. So, uh, what do you see as the future of craft beer, and um, how do you think Martin City fits into that landscape? So you see all these trends going on. What do you think is the future of it, and where does Martin City fit in that whole thing? Anheuser-Busch will probably buy most of us out. Hopefully us. Hopefully. Nice. Yeah, write a big It'll enough be, check. Dude, when you open. saw that Ballast Point bio, were you like, what? I was like, holy Ballast shit, man. Who? Damn. Uh, what was it? Uh, how much? One dollars? billion. So, so Ballast Point no, got bought that's out. that's all from their spirits division. Man, crap. crap <laughs> beer. No, go, for sure. Uh, I mean, craft me beer out. is... It's not going anywhere. It, where do we fit into the puzzle? Hopefully, locally, it, people enjoy our beer and we get to be regional and and then some. But, you know, it's, I mean, craft beer's not going anywhere, man. It's people are, it's everybody's falling off the Budweiser, Coors Light train, yeah. one by one. Yeah, for sure. It's happening. And, you know, and, and, and and Anheuser-Busch bought Goose Island, and everybody loses their mind when Bourbon, Bourbon County comes out. And, you know, but they're smart. They're, they're a business, and they're like, we can buy this. We'll let them do what they do, and it's just money in our coffers. They're not they're, – they're smart. You can't yeah, – wh- whatever you can say, they, they're, they're very purposeful in their purchases of, of, of craft brewery. Well, shit, it's in their face. I mean, it was pretty obvious – like so, I think for a long time they were kind of on the fence, thinking like, "Oh, well, this shit will ride. We'll ride this shit out." And now we're like, "Oh no, we got to." Yeah, it. and it's and it's a lot easier. So I'm not to, giving them so much credit. I mean, no, but they they were smart. They're <laughs> like, it's a lot easier to go buy a craft brewer than to try to you know. Well, they tried to brew some of their own shit. Have but, you but seen some examples is, of them trying to do their own like crafty shit? Shock top. That yeah, they sell a shit ton of shot tops. I know, so that's but, actually but like a success but story. Like, quote unquote, the the beer ninja would would throw a shot top at somebody if they said, "Hey, this is my awesome craft beer. Here's shot top," and he, he would catch that shit. He catch it and throw it like a ninja. Yeah, and he pulls something shoot out. it out of the air. Okay, sorry, we got a little bit on. No, Dude, I mean, you're going you, off. You get a little bit buzz. You go a little crazy, yeah, bro. Nah, that's you. That's you uh, that goes crazy. But um, so you. Because you know we we've kind of seen the the beer scene you know that started and then you know we uh, like barrel aged got hot and it's still kind of hot but now sours are really hot. What do you do? You have a sense of what the next new big trend is? And and before that, I you know IPAs got really huge. Do you see like um, a point where is there something else or is it just going to be more more of the same? Grapefruit sake. Grapefruit sake. Grapefruit sake. What's what is that? So, sake is right. I mean, it's all sounds, it sounds fucking. It <laughs> sounds like gra- it's gra- self-explanatory. Gra- grapefruit is, fucking grapefruit is, sake. Is, is, yeah. grapefruit sake, sake with grapefruit flavors. No way. Uh, no, what I do you mean no by that. I, I have no, <laughs> no. I thought you were serious. Like you no, no, grapefruit no, sake. I, I, I am not on the barrel aged sake. I do not have my finger on the pulse of the next grape. You know, it's we're gonna. It's all going to roll. Well, let me tell you what I think it is. Okay. No, I'm just all right. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. That's what happens when Ruben drinks. I rolled out oh, with the Crowler idea, the, the, bro. That's the, it. That was my thing. Boom. It's not a bad idea. Jump it's, on that it's shit. Not, it's, <laughs> it's a tough. It's tough. Guys, uh, do you, 
do um I guess is it a good time to open it up for questions? Not yet. No, not yet. We got time okay, for go, questions. Go ahead, relax, Corey. relax. Go ahead, bro. Do you go ahead? Wait, th- thank you for putting me on the spot like that. Um, <laughs> we got about grapefruit uh, sake. What? What's your opinion on grapefruit sake? He was fucking around. It was a joke. Oh, okay. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> doesn't sound uh, as good. That doesn't sound good. But sound, yeah, you know, it, it does because sake to me tastes like when it when it's served warm tastes like tea. So it'd be it like, like that, tea? like apricot tea. You it think does sake taste like tea to me? Tastes like tea. Yeah. It does. No. Warm, sake tastes warm. like vodka. No, when it gets cold, it it's got tastes that like alcohol. Vodka. It's just like pure grain. Does anyone think it tastes kind of tea like? No, she said. No. What's that? <laughs> What'd she say? Grapefruit <laughs> semen. It, it tastes like stacked semen stout. Tastes like I I don't have. Um, you thank should you. listen to Eat the episode. I, I guess our hour is up. Babe. Go to question. I don't know. <laughs> There's one that's, in every. They got a topper in every crowd. And they, that's why you kept asking. You were probing. Yeah, that I was, was the answer you were looking for. Bro. I was not looking for taste you, like you semen. Know, that was you, ne- you knew, bro. Taste you like knew, semen bro. is never the answer I'm looking for. Ever, ever, yeah, ever. When I ask how, how a about, question, how about how about this? When we were talking about stag semen stout, I said that's not some shit that I would try. You know, because it's literally made with stag semen, and they made this stout. Who said he would drink it? I would. See, he's admitting it right here, dude. He would drink stag semen stout. Yes, that's horrible, bro. Would no. you, Matt, drink some stag semen stout, bro? That's uh, negative. It's a beer. There you go, bro. We can't do it. Keith will drink it with me, right, Keith? There you go. Keith also Keith. said he would drink it. I know. Oh, you guys. Well, you I wouldn't know. You have a <laughs> reference point. You said it tasted like sake, bro. It can taste like <laughs> chocolate. If it's made with stag semen, I'm out. <laughs> That's a quote. And uh, Yeah, I have no idea what it would taste like because I'm not going there. Okay. I, I got to draw the line, bro. I've tasted beers with mushrooms in them. Uh, I've had hemp The beer. Jester King one? Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it's good. It's good. Just but uh, I can't do the stag semen <laughs> stout. And then it, it literally has like a picture of a stout and a stag. A stag. And his little, his little yeah. guy swimming. So there you go. All Guys, right. it's in stores now. And, and don't rush out there and buy it. You do this every time. You just take it to the bottom and, and then it's up to me to try to fix it and bring it back up to that higher level. It, and... Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll agree with you on that because you, you stopped me from doing my little monologue. Yeah. Which would have been tremendous. You guys missed It would have been horrible. Half of you would have left. It would have been – the whole time I would have been with my head down going, oh, man, he's still going. It's right here. Four minutes. I could do it right now. No, no, no. They don't now that I'm buzzed, I think it, it yeah, would have flowed. That's flow. the problem. I should have gotten him drunk ten minutes later and we'd be fine. Okay, here's the monologue that you got. No, no. <laughs> I think it's time for questions. <laughs> it's question time. Uh, Does anyone have any questions for us or for Matt? Anyone? We have how no. much more? We well, we got what? But minimal we, amount of time left. I know you guys have. We will do the uh, the raffle, so we'll raffle off. Well, no, we'll raffle off at the after the podcast. Okay, after right we on. finish, we right gotta on. finish, and we're not giving shit away during while the clock is running because people will leave, man. They ain't leaving if they will trust leave. me. Nobody leaves if they're giving stuff away. Everybody stays. Plus, we got have Mary- to be here to win. Must be present to win. If you have not filled out a ticket, um, do so 
after the podcast, we will wait for you to f- fill it out. Just write your name, and Ruben will pull it out. Plus, my wife brought this bunt cake. Oh, over she here. brought cake. Do, who's the people that do the bunt cakes? What's that? Nothing bunt cakes. Nothing bunt cakes. These people, this this stuff is fire, man. But one of my favorite things to do is to get like a milk stout, a stout, or this barrel age business right here, and and uh, the carbonation kind of cleanses the palate or, or cuts the fat or the sugar. Reuben just looks for an excuse to eat cake, babe. I have to cake drink seven. Good. I have to drink eight different beers to really enjoy this cake, so I can cleanse my palate. So I'm gonna get hammered any cake. But the the mixture of the two, man, is it, 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 it's I think it's a red velvet cake with. Probably this barrel aged business right here. That's I'm selling really fat right now, huh? It's <laughs> just fantastic. Do that. And 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 my wife's on the nothing bun cake. Uh, my, my wife's a butt kiss, so she brought one for all of our children's teachers who are in first and kindergarten. The librarian got a bun cake. The that's the pro move right the there. By PE the PE teacher got a bun cake. Very so pro. Anyone that. Had contact with our children, minimally got a cake. So all the like teachers that normally don't get anything, my wife made sure to take care of. So she she knows she's smart because you get those people on your side, they'll look after your kid. They never get anything. And I'm not gonna eat the bun cake by myself, but so by all means, if you guys will share, well, uh, if, you share had, if, if you had enough stouts, cake. I'm sure you would. What? Yeah, I, I eat, could, eat all the bun cake. What is that? A cupcake? No, I'm just kidding. We'll all share. It. So by all means, have some of that with. Uh, I would recommend it with this uh, this big boy. Yeah. Which we, was a pain in the ass to get this. We had to be begging Brent, bro. No, you. Once again, what did I tell you for the last two weeks? I'm like, just relax. It's all going to come together. And Ruben's like, I need to send another. Don't send another. Whatever you do, Ruben, stop sending emails. You're going to freak them out. They're going to think you're crazy. Well, you are crazy, but they're going to think you're crazy. Corey is of the philosophy that shit just happens. Yeah. The universe is friendly and shit's just delivered to you. And I'm the, the philosophy that. Bro, no, no. You have to urge that shit along. Shit doesn't just happen. It's great that it happens for you, bro. It does. I'm, I'm Mexican. It yeah, does. Yeah. Shit don't just happen for us. Keith, this shit just happen for us, bro. It happens for you. shit happens for you, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get on there. There's a positive. If you're, po- if you're a positive person, things oh work God. out. There you go. Things work out. You just have to, you can't worry. You can't worry. No. Those are perfect, perfect example. If you're a positive white person, things work out. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm Puerto Rican and Jewish, so I got two strikes. Puerto Rican and Jewish. Perfect example. Uh, my wife and I put our house on the market. It's, I'm just fucking with it's you, sold, You don't have to go and talk. We had, no, I believe you struggle. The struggle's real, man. Yeah. My man. Uh, we had 30 days to get out of our house, and my wife is panicking. I'm like, we have 30 days to get out of our yeah. away from our mortgage. Again, you just, hey. No, no. But and she was like, "We have to find a house. What's gonna?" I'm like, "Well, something." I I never worried. She was freaked out the entire time, right? And, w- and was she doing shit because of that worry though? Was they she like, "Oh yeah, we were, us She was calling overvalue for our house. We're gonna end up on the street. Yes, we. No, I we we had a Where budget. We, and we broke the budget. I, I Where told are we her go? we cannot go over. They X. bought our house the first day. Uh, Where we, are we gonna go? <laughs> And she worried I'm going to work out, and it did. And you know, I said we cannot go over X, and we went over X. But we got a good house, so it all worked. But it all worked out. Yes. Okay. We got a cul-de-sac. I'm so mad that this worked out for us because you're right in this case. But there was a lot of shit that went behind the scenes, man. Yes. But 
every day, every, people go through tons of shit, and there's always barriers to making things happen. And you're either the type of person that says, I'm going to make it Let happen. Let Reuven do it, or you just wish that it had- No, no, but you, you, have to, <laughs> you can't just like lie on the ground and expect stuff, stuff to happen. But I knew... You just have to be positive and know that things are going to come together. Oh it's all – we put the time in. All God. these people did all these things for us. You and I are two – Oh, now you're oh, here the we people go. against me. Listen. No, no, no. The, we're, we're a team. I'm thinking You're this, negative. Cause... I'm positive. And positive and negative, you know, they, they, they have to go together because the magnet. We're like a magnet. I'm the good magnet. You're the bad magnet. My hand's about to connect. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, uh <laughs> – it reminds me of that quote that uh, that Mark Twain quote that uh, uh, oh, Mark the Twain. old man. Yeah, what, what he says. Oh, we are in Missouri, I've known so a, that works. A great many troubles in my life, many of which have never happened. You know that kind of. I got to remind myself of that. So I know a great many deal of troubles in my life, and many of which have never happened. So we often worry about shit that no, it ends up working. It's out. okay to worry, but we. we well, I wasn't worried. I was pissed. No, no, you There's were furious. No, you were beyond pissed. You Anyways. were furious. I had to. I went out with Ruben to try to calm him down, and and I was like, oh, but there's no calming. I, I'm sure Mary knows how he gets. Um, there's no calming Ruben down, so we just walked. I just walked away, and like I said, I sat here, drank with Dan, ate a burrito, was having a blast. <laughs> and a burrito makes everything better. It really does. A burrito and beer make Burritos everything better. Does anybody uh, have any questions, man? Dan's not good at uh, time management, so for whatever reason, he had our podcast scheduled from four thirty to six thirty, and and <laughs> and then so he decided it was a better idea to go to the Missouri Masters and drink a Russian Imperial Stout. Which, in all honesty, I didn't have to be here. That's probably oh, what I would have done. Oh, burn! How, how dare you, man? How dare I? As exciting and cool as this shit, when people falling asleep, yawning and shit, you're going to go ahead and say something like that, man. Well, you know. Listen. It makes people laugh. Dan, uh, Dan, uh, they're talking about Dan, Dan the beer man. He's probably like in our, uh, we, we're part of this Facebook group called Beer Tasting KC. It's about 4,000 members. Is it up to 4,000? It's pretty damn close to 4,000. And he's probably the most popular dude on there. Uh, so he was here for a brief. You guys missed the celebrity of Dan. Two Dan. Hours. He was here for two hours. You were just sitting in your just car, stewing, being being pissed off instead of chilling with us. But it's probably good because you would have been so drunk. The man's a beast. Dan can drink so much damn beer. He wakes up in the morning with a coffee stout posted on Facebook. <laughs> and every morning I'm like, God, maybe I should do that. But uh, Some of the best my, days My in wife would give me a dirty beer. look if, if I go. If, yeah, because you've I, never I done that. No, I don't. Dude, she would I, judge me. I don't want to be judged in my house. Blast, She's gonna go. Yeah, I think you have a problem. Because tr- trust me. Er- question, everyone- question. We have a question. Oh, question. The semen lady in the back. <laughs> Good question. Collabos. Well, thank you for being here tonight. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, who who would we be hip to doing a collaboration with? Um, it honestly, it would have to be mutually beneficial, and uh, 
I mean, I, I wouldn't be against collaborating with probably most breweries, you know, if, if, if it was mutually beneficial and they brought a lot to the table, um, you know, it's, we, we don't want to do a collaboration for the sake of collaboration, but if, you know, if Anheuser-Busch wanted to collaborate with us, we would, um, you know, we would... We ain't kicking them out of we bed would, or nothing. We would listen, you know. Um, so, he no, I mean, it's... Apricot sake? I don't know the answer to that question. We, you know, we'd, we'd be open to hearing anybody that'd like to collaborate, and we'd have some ideas of our own. But, you know, Eric Scally, we definitely don't want to collaborate with him. <laughs> it's true. What's up, man? Um, the, uh, you know, the question's really good. I can't a hundred percent answer that at this time because I don't know. We're one of what, eight, maybe 10 in the city where I know, you know, St. Louis has 40, San Diego has a hundred. Um, you know, we, uh, the brewery is what we were always building the restaurants to do. But I'm from a restaurant background, so um, to me it was all about the food and then the beer. And to Chance, Nick, and other people, it was all about the beer and and the food. You know, we're we're on a we're not competing with. Pardon my crossroads downtown reference. I mean, I I have nothing against any of them. I, I mean, I love all of them, but I mean, we're we're on the south end of the city. Not to say we won't have three breweries open up in the next year or two around us, but um, I mean, we've we've built our our clientele through relationship, through good product, whether it was uh, liquid or or food. You know, it's going to be tough. It is. I mean, there's. I, I've talked to uh, a number of uh, brewery possible startups or hopefuls in the next uh, year or two. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm telling them that's, this, this is, this is going to be a congested market in five years. I mean, this is not going to be where people are going to aim to be. So how, how are we going to do it through relationship through, I mean, through, yeah, through good product through, I mean, you know, Quality, clean product, doing what we're doing um, with experimental stuff. A Casey I mean, Social beer. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, like but, but saying that, I, I don't know. You know, two years, we'll see where we are. Yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate it. What's up, brother? Um, as far as headaches during uh, during the build out time frame, uh, as far as alcohol or um, like brewery licensing and such, it was a non issue. Our 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 uh, hurdles were way way worse than yeah. Okay, I'll I'll tell you this when uh, when we bought the original pub and. 
for those of you not familiar with Martin City, my my grandfather had the building. We um, we put the original pub in uh, twenty years before we did, and they had. I mean, there were gang fights in there. I mean, there were knife fights, shootings every night. And uh, Kansas City, there was never going to be another liquor license in that on that address ever, like forever. Um, I bought the building as a front for my landscaping company, kind of an art, art uh, front. Sorry. Uh, front. <laughs> nice, it, nice choice. So it was front. A front. Between the booze and the beer. guns, it was a. Y'all front. don't look at him. No, so anyway, it was, was going to. It was going to be an uh, like an architectural design firm for the landscaping company. <sighs> Sounds like a place that moves nice methamphetamines. Now we're a landscaping no, company that wait. does architectural stuff. Anyway, that uh, you know, Chance and I were like, let's put a microbrewery in here. Next thing you know, we get a. Uh, you know, we got to fast forward to get the get the restaurant open, and uh, everybody was telling us we'll never get a liquor license for this spot. Well, that liquor license was about as easy to get as any liquor license you could get. So it's um, you know, it, it it's not hard. Believe me, the city, the state, the county, they want you to open a brewery. They want you to open a bar. They do you know, it. You, do it. You, it yeah, they absolutely do. It's it's not hard if you have a legal mind working for you or you have a guy that can read, you know, 80 pages a night, which is not me. That's where my business partner comes in. Ch- <laughs> Chance is a legal mind, but uh, it, it, it's not. None of that was tough. Just got to have faith and a positive attitude. Yeah, I see. Take my approach. Always uh, works. Questions? Nope. Yep. Wait, yeah, no, we'll get you, Chuja. I know you, Dave. Fifteen, uh, fifteen barrel. Yeah. Um, when um, Augie or Augustus, what's his name? When when somebody <laughs> Dolphins. Dolphins. Uh, when, when will we outgrow a fifteen barrel system? It would be. Probably around the ten thousand barrel mark that we are producing a year. Um, I, I I say that and think that I, I'm not sure we're at fifteen hundred or fourteen hundred a year right now. You um, get rid they, of the post we, office, right? Just what, <laughs> clear all their shit out of there, move there. I I don't know to to even think about upscaling the brew house to thirty, forty, fifty, fifty barrel capacity is. I mean, we'll need new fermenters. We'll need. Well, I have no scope of that answer. I mean, it'd be a while. Josh, would, would you have a question, bro? Yeah, Missouri label approval. No, it's not a thing. It's not true. No, it uh, it, it was um, through the summer. It was majorly backlogged by, um, and this is. This is what I've heard through my brewer and other people. There was a there's a monstrous um, liquor store chain that moved into the, the St. Louis area that pretty much backlogged the entire infrastructure with every brand and label that they would ever have via spirits, wine, etc. And I mean, it was hundreds upon hundreds of of approvals needed from like the East Coast, 
Um, it it's it's still uh, Kansas is a four hour turnover time to uh, approval. Missouri's still running, but where it was running, uh, you know, forty five to sixty ninety days, it's it's back down to I think fifteen to thirty. So it, it was a very real thing in this uh, over summer. And uh, we're – oh, yeah, go ahead. What would you say? Cigar City? Um, no, it was um, – No, it, it was a, 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 like a liquor, liquor store retail. Yeah. One of yeah, the stores, thing, yeah. like Lucas or something like that. Not but, that it was Lucas. Yeah, no, it was exactly – It was, it was it Lucas? Wasn't, no, it wasn't Lucas. Oh, but, yeah, just like, like Lucas. Somebody from the East Coast that – And I think they, in. like, have brand their own wine or something, so, like – Everything they have their own like personal brand, so I, that's what I heard is that like so basically they just shot out thousands and thousands. And Corey's of, just making shit up right now. I know. No, I'm just yeah, no I, I, I don't know if it good. was personal. It was just it was any brand they w- could possibly ever have. They were putting through the system, you know, it, to prepare for. But does anybody else uh, have any questions? I want to get uh, any last questions because yeah, go ahead, bro. Um, it would be three to five years out. I mean, in, in my guesstimation, I, 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 I barely have a uh, capacity on figuring out the Kansas City beer scene. Uh, I have no, I have no um, knowledge outside of that. But I mean, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying. So it's, it's feasible to to be hoping to be outside of this this realm in the next year or two. But no, no, I don't know. I have no clue where. Probably Chicago, New York, and... <laughs> no, I, I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I have no clue. I'm sure it's not those places. Any, anybody else have any final questions? Because with that... Wait, I think, wait... Why would you start up when you could just buy... <laughs> uh no um you know best of luck i i i've been an open open book to anybody who's wanted to ask it's um it's not easy it's not um there's there's a lot man there's a lot i uh and i heard that a lot and i continue to hear a lot and i'm not trying to preach to the choir here um but i mean there it's it's a it's a lot um my advice, you know, just just uh, you know, talk to the people that been, have been through it. Not just me. I I don't know half of what needs to know, but I mean, you know, the brewers are open. They'll tell you, but actively listen to them. Um, I didn't not actively listen to them, but I'm arrogant in the fact that I work harder than anybody else and can, you know, do it better than anybody else and. Not that that's not necessarily true, but it's not necessarily true. Sometimes it's just, you know, just the way it goes. So, uh, it, it, I mean, it's a lot. Know your numbers. Um, I'm talking to a guy that is destined to open, uh, you know, close to Boulevard or wherever he can, and, and he's 
he's ready to roll. And I'm like, man, know your numbers. I mean, it's that they're not going to lie. You figure out your numbers, you back into everything you got to do and uh, have a quality product because there's not, there's not a thousand breweries out anymore. And when he comes to, when he's opening up, there's going to be four to 5,000. So there's, you know, you got quality beer or, or you're gone. I mean, not today, but I mean, it's, it's, it's going to start happening. That's awesome, man. And I, I, and did I, did I see one last question? No, no. go ahead. If you get good. Okay. Okay. Hey, hey I just want to thank you, Matt, for coming out oh, here, thank man. You. And thank you, man. Happy to be here. I want to thank these delicious beers. Thank you everybody for, for coming out and, and making this a fun and Fun experiences. It was it was cool. I, like I said, it's it's kind of neat to see that that people take the time out of their schedule to come and listen to us babble. Matt gives good information. We babble. I had I said some deep shit. But yeah, you did. Not really. But I and and if we do it and if we do it again, uh, I'll I'll make Reuben do his monologue and and then we'll do questions so we can talk about can his his poor choices. So. Uh, Check out the podcast on. We're on iTunes. About to be on on Google and uh, go to Martin the website. City. I got some cards. Check it, out Martin City. Drink Tap beer. Eat, eat the pizza. I'm not kidding. It's it's worth the trip out there. Eat the pizza. Boom. And the other food is good. No, no, no. But but the pizza is exceptional. <laughs> and we just turned into a pumpkin. Say goodbye, Corey. Goodbye, Corey. Boom. Now. Uh, so that's Thank a you. wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. So now Where's you the wrap. cake. Now you clap. That's the re- it stopped recording already, Did bastards. No, I'm just. Damn, we didn't get no kind of applause on the damn phone. No one think it, was here, it's bro. Red. No, no, it's that not recording. Mean but uh, we'll we're gonna do the the raffle right now. So um, and then after that, just uh, have some beers, hang out, do whatever you want. If you got to go, then get your ass out of here. Do whatever you got to do, man. <laughs>